We all know that engagement is an extremely important indicator of a successful Instagram strategy. An Instagram account that has a ton of followers, but no real community, isn't actually going to be useful for marketing at all. Whether you're growing your account in order to sell your own products, or because you want to be able to do brand collaborations and market products for other companies in the future, having a high engagement rate is essential to making those goals come to fruition. But how do you generate real engagement on your Instagram content? Honestly, there are so many resources online that provide tips and tricks on this topic, some of them more helpful than others. In this episode, I'm going to talk you through the top five Instagram engagement and growth strategies that do not work, but that I see promoted all the time. At the end of the episode, if you stick around, I'm going to give you a few hints about what might work. So let's get into it. Today, we're talking about Instagram engagement and growth strategies that you need to stop doing. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Welcome back. I am really excited to share this episode with you. Honestly, I feel like this is a topic that needs to be talked about more often. And honestly, part of it comes down to the fact that Instagram has been around for a while now and strategies have changed over time. And some of them are dated now, maybe don't work anymore. Some of them have been kind of sketchy all along, and yet people are still promoting them. The strategies that we're going to go through today are some that you may have heard of before and some that might be new to you, but most likely you have seen these recommended in a YouTube tutorial or in some listicle that you came across on Pinterest about how to grow on Instagram. And I get it. We all want to grow our brands and increase our reach and really build an audience, but there are some ways to do that that are actually going to be effective for you, and there are some ways that really honestly just keep getting passed around because people who want to be Instagram gurus are looking for something to share, even if it might not actually be effective. So definitely beware of these strategies. And if you come across someone trying to give you advice about Instagram that is suggesting these, think twice about taking their other advice as well. Because unfortunately, the methods that we're about to get into, not only are they really not that effective, they also might be harming your growth more than they are helping it. So with that being said, let's just jump right in to the list. The very first one is probably one that you're familiar with, and that is follow for follow or like for like. Now, you may already have some familiarity with this and know that it's probably not the best strategy, but let me get into exactly why it's not effective and and why it can actually be harmful. So first of all, 
This is just like a classic spammy growth method. If you've been on Instagram for more than five minutes, then you have definitely come across this strategy. Whether you see it in your comments from random people you've never met before or in otherwise kind DMs that end with this awkward pressure for you to follow them back, you've probably been on the receiving end of this strategy. I mean, I know I have. Maybe you've even considered doing it yourself. I know many of us can feel this way because it's hard to grow on Instagram. And so when you come across something so simple, oh, I can just ask somebody for a follow. It's very tempting to fall into that strategy. Exchanging following someone for them following you back, it seems like an easy way to grow, right? But unfortunately, it's not very effective and it also might be harming your growth. So first of all, did you know this is actually against Instagram's terms of service and community guidelines? Each time you're doing this, you're actually risking having your content or account removed. Sounds surprising for how common it is, right? But it is true. So it's against community guidelines. So that should kind of be your first indication that this is probably not going to work so well for you. Second, even if you don't ever run into trouble with Instagram and their guidelines, there are downsides to this strategy. By constantly offering a follow for a follow back, you're risking your credibility with both Instagram, like I mentioned, and your real audience. Are the folks you're asking to follow you back really interested in the content that you're creating? Chances are, if someone is willing to exchange a follow for a follow, they may just be trying to game the system for themselves in order to grow their following, not really in it to build lasting relationships in which they engage authentically with others' content. So even if you are able to get a few people to follow you using the follow for follow method, they're not very likely to be engaged because they just followed you so that they could get one more follower on their list, right? In general, the quality of followers you receive from this method is going to be questionable. They won't actually be invested in the content you're making, and they will most likely never engage with it. So doing the follow for follow thing is really not going to increase your engagement anyway. It might artificially increase your follower count, but it's really not going to be that effective. And in terms of the other cousin of follow for follow, which is like for like, yes, that does directly relate to an artificial increase in engagement. Like you might get more likes on a certain post, but really that is going to be a, first of all, a super labor intensive way of increasing likes because for every one like, you're going to have to go in and ask somebody to like your post back. Like that's a lot of work. And second of all, again, it's not somebody that's actually going to be long-term engaged in in what you're doing. So they might leave you a like one time, but they were really just doing it to get engagement back. So they're not going to turn into a lifelong fan that's actually going to comment or share or save your content. So even though these easy methods might seem tempting because they seem like a shortcut to increasing your following or increasing your engagement, definitely avoid it. Number two is buying fake Instagram followers and likes. Just like exchanging follows for follows, exchanging money for followers is against Instagram's terms of service and community guidelines. So with this method as well, you're risking having your content or even your account removed from the platform. By purchasing followers, you're getting quantity, sure, but you're choosing that over quality. Successful social media brands are ones that connect with real people, not bots. And really the value in what you're creating on Instagram 
is not just the vanity metrics having really high stats, it's the relationships that you build with your community. If you're considering buying followers, and let's be real, just like the follow for follow thing, many of us do think about it from time to time on our Instagram journey because real growth, it can be painfully slow and it's a lot of hard work. And sometimes it feels like, hmm, maybe buying followers would be easier. But if you're thinking about that, I want you to think about why buying followers seems like an attractive strategy for you right now. Often as Instagram creators, we feel that we need to give ourselves authority or credibility with our numbers. How many times have you felt like you might just be taken a little bit more seriously if you had more followers? I know I've definitely felt that in the past. And so many creators turn to buying followers because they think it will help them look more legit because they have an audience. And I'll be honest with you, this is definitely something I thought about when I was in my later years of university and starting freelancing and first starting my business as a content creator and as a social media marketing agency, I really felt like, oh, if only I had a thousand followers, people would take me so much more seriously. I was even rationalizing like, I won't buy 10,000 followers because that'll be so obvious that it's fake. But maybe if I just bought 500 or a thousand, then maybe, you know, my account would look more legit because I would be past that 1k mark. But it's really not actually going to help you. And I think that this is really just one way that our insecurities can manifest in that we feel like we don't seem legit or that we aren't being taken seriously. But in reality, that's just our own self-doubt because nobody is taking you less seriously because of your follower count. That might just be more so a reflection of yourself and, and your own thoughts. So Anyway, that's a little bit of mindset stuff to work through, but I think that it's really common and I want to acknowledge that a lot of us go through that of feeling like, oh, if we just get over the hump of hitting a thousand followers, then we'll really be in in a much better position. Um, But I just want you to know that buying followers, it's not really going to help you. In fact, this strategy often has the opposite effect of what people are looking for. When you buy a lot of fake followers, you're unintentionally making your engagement rate plummet, like seriously drop off a cliff. And we all know how important a high engagement rate is. I would consider it a much more important measure of success than a high follower count, personally. All of the bots that are now your followers are not going to like, share, save, or leave meaningful comments on your content. And if you are a business owner, most importantly, they are not going to be purchasing your products or services because they don't exist. If you're worried that your account doesn't seem legit or whatever, because you have a lower number of followers, know that having a good engagement rate is much more important. And it's also something that as a creator, you have a lot more control over which I'll talk about a little bit more later in the episode, but just know that if you feel like you're doing all this work and you're not seeing the results or your follower count isn't growing, it can feel like what you do doesn't have an impact on your following. And I totally get that. I have been there, but what you are able to do and see pretty immediate results on, whereas the follower results kind of take more time to show themselves is increase your engagement rate by doing some of the stuff that we're going to talk about later in the episode, but I'll give you a hint. Part of it is really getting to know your audience and knowing how to create really good content for them. Okay, let's move on to number three, flooding your posts with only hashtags and no real meaning. 
Now, I think this is an interesting one. The first two, you might have been listening and thinking like, okay, Katie, I know these are not great methods for Instagram growth. That's nothing new. But this might be one that, honestly, I think we've all been guilty of time to time. Even though hashtags are a great way for Instagram users to find your content through the Explore page, they're also a great way for your content to look kind of spammy. The first step to using hashtags effectively and not in a way that comes across as a bot account is to make sure you're providing real value in your visuals and captions. Honestly, I think a lot of people fall into the trap of seeing Instagram as a video game that if you just press the right buttons and do the right input, then you'll get a high score out of it. And that's not really the case at all because the people that you're creating content for are people. You're not creating content for an algorithm. And I see a lot of people when they first try to start growing an Instagram account, they immediately go to just sharing as many stock photos or graphics they stole off Pinterest, slapping a ton of hashtags on them and sharing them and expecting that they're going to be able to grow their account that way. Cause I think they see that as, you know, like press a press X up button, you know, toggle over and then I'll get my high score. That's not how Instagram works. We're creating content for people, not the algorithm. So really keep that in mind when you are making what you're making. Remember that a real human being is going to be on the other side reading. Write the way that you would speak. Write like you're updating a friend through a text message. Share images of yourself if that's relevant or reels of yourself or images of your products or whatever makes sense. Maybe it's graphics and carousels. But think about who your audience is and make content for them. And then make sure that you're using hashtags and yes, of course, use hashtags, but that have some relevance to what you are creating. Even though a hashtag can bring people to your post or your page through the explore page, through the algorithm, it's really the content that will make them stay and engage with you. Therefore, it's important that when you do use hashtags, they are paired with high quality content And since all your content should be high quality, that won't be a problem. I trust you. I know what you're doing. And then make sure that your hashtags are really relevant to that content. Using specific relevant hashtags is really the only effective way to use hashtags. You can't just slap a ton of hashtags on something and and think that's going to help increase your reach. You got to make sure the hashtags you're using make sense because if you think about it, it's all just about getting your content in front of the right people. And so make sure that the hashtags you're using are the kinds that your ideal audience might actually be searching through. This episode of Creator Club is brought to you by Creatorly Media. Creatorly Media is the internet's only content creation agency by creators for creators. Founded by me, Katie Steckley. We're passionate about helping you create genuine, engaging content for your audience. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, or produce a podcast, we have services that will help you every step of the way. If you want to learn more, check out our website, creatorlymedia.com, and book a discovery call to chat with me today about how we can help. We can't wait for you to join the club. All right, moving right along to number four, sharing others' content without giving credit. Sharing content from other accounts and other platforms on Instagram can be a really great strategy for growth and an awesome way to highlight other people that you want to give a shout out to. For example, sharing tweets on Instagram seems to be 
the hack of 2021 and even late 2020, to be honest. It is just a really effective way to get shares and get engagement. Really great, bite-sized, digestible kind of sound bites, but they're in text, if you know what I mean. That seems to do well. So it's really great to share other people's content, especially if you are growing like a brand account or some other account that's not necessarily like a personal brand. However, it is so important, and I can't stress this enough, that you very clearly give credit to the original creator of the content. Even better if you can ask them permission before sharing, but that's not always possible depending on the size of the account in question. For example, if I wanted to share a photo of Lizzo on my Instagram, I probably won't be able to ask her permission for it, but it's probably okay if I share it and tag her and give her a shout out. Instagram is unfortunately full of compilation accounts that are constantly stealing amazing content from small creators and then growing because of it. When you're using someone else's content, you are gaining benefit from the work that they've done. So make sure that you provide some benefit back to them in the form of a shout out. Tag them on the image, tag them in the caption, and give them some props for their hard work and information. And finally, we've arrived at number five, which might also be the most controversial one in this list. I don't know. I'll be really curious to hear what you think of this. You can let me know on Instagram at creatorly media or at Katie Steckley. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And number five is using engagement pods. Just like follow for follow or buying followers, using Instagram pods or engagement pods to generate inauthentic likes and comments also negatively impacts your long-term Instagram marketing strategy and honestly isn't that beneficial to your brand for many reasons. In case you're not familiar with engagement pods, though you probably are, but we'll we'll go over just in case. Sometimes these are also called engagement groups. This is how they generally work. Instagram creators will form an Instagram DM group chat with other creators in their niche, and everyone in the group will message the group each time they publish a new post. Then... One, you're required to like and comment on posts in the group in order for others to do the same for you, regardless of whether the content is in line with your brand or views. Two, in most groups, there are also time constraints, and if you don't engage with others' content fast enough, you might just get kicked out. And three, you get stuck worrying more about fulfilling the required tasks of your engagement group rather than just creating meaningful content for your own brand. Now, while the idea of engagement pods, which emerged around 2015 or so, was somewhat effective at the time, it was kind of a way to quote unquote beat the algorithm because, you know, the idea is that you're tricking Instagram into thinking, oh, I'm getting all this engagement as soon as a post goes live, which then allows you to kind of show up in the feeds of more of your followers. And that sort of made sense at the time. But the thing is, the Instagram algorithm has developed since then, making engagement groups less effective because Instagram has gotten better at identifying meaningful engagement versus spammy engagement. The other problem with this is that often you end up in an engagement group with your peers, right? You would start an engagement group with other folks who do the same type of work as you. So if you're a wedding photographer, you end up in a group with other photographers. If you're a social media manager, you end up with other social media managers. And the problem is these folks are not actually your target audience. They're technically your competition though. I'm personally, if you've heard any of my podcasts before, you know, I'm not personally that concerned about the idea of competition because I really believe there's enough clients to go around for everybody. 
But the point is, you're spending your time engaging on content that isn't even the content of your ideal audience. You're spending time trying to get comments from people who are never going to hire you. So it's really a lot more effective to spend your time in other ways. Even though this type of engagement may temporarily boost your stats, like you might start getting a lot more comments than you ever used to, because of course everybody in your engagement pod is replying to your posts and like engaging on them, but it's really not going to actually move the needle on your growth or your business because you're just focusing on this insular group of people that you're kind of just artificially engaging with and you're not actually getting to your followers or your potential followers who are genuinely interested in your content and where you really should be spending your time engaging. So those are the five strategies that really are just not that effective. So let's talk about what to do instead. You know, I couldn't go on and complain about what, you know, we might be doing wrong without talking about what we should probably be doing instead. So if all these strategies are not effective at increasing your engagement rate and ultimately helping you grow on Instagram, then what strategies should you implement? Unfortunately, there are not any quick tricks or hacks to a truly engaged Instagram community. While this might sound discouraging, it's actually really liberating because it means that instead of spending time checking off a to-do list, you can focus your time on real relationship building, which is much more fun and fulfilling anyway, if you are honest with yourself. You know, what's more fun? Spending hours trying to ask for follow for follow or like for like, or actually having real conversations with people who care about you. The key is remembering that people you are engaging with are real people, not just a stat to be one in order to increase your follower count. It sounds basic, but it's surprising how easy it can be to lose sight of that. And I think that's just kind of the nature of social media platforms. Focus on having real conversations, investing in getting to know your community, and just being honest and vulnerable with your people. Approaching engagement on Instagram with an intention for relationship building will produce much more effective results than any of the strategies listed above. And you might just find yourself making a few friends along the way. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.